Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 20. It is so hard to believe that there are already 20 episodes of this podcast. It absolutely blows my mind, but I really hope you guys had the chance to listen to episode 19, which was my very first guest interview with Sunny Lenarduzzi. And real quick, I do want to apologize because I still am getting over a cold. Well, it feels like it's been a really long time since I've come on here to chat with you guys. So I do apologize for that lapse in podcasts and getting them up for you guys, but I haven't really had a voice. You can tell I'm still kind of congested and still kind of stuffed up. But as I was saying, I really hope that you all had a chance to listen to my guest interview with Sunny Lenarduzzi, especially if you are an entrepreneur or you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel or you're wanting to learn how to brand yourself because that guest interview is absolute gold. There is so much information, so much insight to glean from Sunny. So make sure you give that a listen if you haven't already. So with Thanksgiving just around the corner and actually just a couple of days, I can't even believe that we're, oh, that we're that close to Thanksgiving and then it'll be Christmas and then 2017 will be over with. That is so crazy that we'll be jumping into 2018 in almost a month. But I wanted to come on here and talk about a topic that I recently posted about on my Instagram, and it was about the concept of trying to force things to happen instead of letting life just ebb and flow and, you know, following your intuition. I feel like a lot of us, myself included, can fall into a trap where we're trying to force certain things to happen because we think it's what's right for us or it's what's best for us or we think it's what we want. But as I've spent some time reflecting, which I always do at the end of the year in November and December, I've been doing a lot of journaling. And I came to realize that at the beginning of this year, I was sort of trying to force certain things to happen or for my life to be a certain way or for certain situations to turn out a certain way. And I wanted to talk about it because as I reflected on it, I realized how unhealthy of a mindset that was when you're constantly trying to force something to happen in your life. One prime example I can give is when I was trying to figure out what sort of author events I wanted to do at the beginning of this year. So there were a couple of conferences that I had actually applied to because I really wanted to speak at them. I wanted to host workshops. I wanted to do a training or teaching session at these conferences. And I actually ended up getting rejected by the two conferences that I had applied to and wanted to go speak at. And initially that really upset me because I didn't understand why they didn't want me to come speak. I was offering my time. I felt like I had a lot of knowledge on the subject that they were presenting. And I really felt like I could add a lot of value 
to their attendees. It was kind of a slap to my ego when I did get those rejection letters. It felt like the query trenches all over again when I first started going through the whole publishing process. And I was thinking about traditionally publishing and I was querying agents. I remember getting all of those form rejection letters. And while these were not form rejection letters, they were personalized emails. They never really gave an exact reason as to why my proposal didn't really fit their conference or why they weren't going to accept it. And so I remember sending some emails back and forth wanting to just have a better understanding or ask what I could improve upon for next year because I really wanted to speak at these conferences at some point and I just really felt like I could add a lot of value. And you know, secretly I was kind of hoping that if I sent these emails and I I was asking for ways to improve that they would see that I was really into this and I really wanted to do it. I was going to pour my heart and soul into it and it was something that I was really eager to do. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. They gave me some feedback and then the emails altogether just sort of stopped. And that's kind of when I realized that it's not going to happen this year and that's totally fine. And I can't, I shouldn't force it to happen because obviously that particular opportunity was not meant for me, or at least it was not meant for me at this point in my life right now. So maybe in a year or two or three or five, you know, I'll apply to that same conference or who knows, maybe they'll reach out to me and they'll want me to come speak. But instead of just kind of letting it go and realizing that that opportunity was not right for me in the moment, you know, I sent some emails, not that they were bad emails. They were more so follow-up emails asking how I could improve my proposal for next year. I should have realized that I should have just let it go in that moment because it was not right for me. So that's really what I wanted to come on here and talk about today is really just the concept of trying to force things or trying to fit that square peg into a round hole. You know it's not going to fit maybe deep down in your gut, you know that something isn't quite right. And this doesn't have to necessarily be about your passion or about applying for author events. It could be in a relationship. It could be in a friendship. It could be in your job. It could be in any sort of situation that you're in where something just doesn't feel quite right. And yet you try to continue to force certain things to happen or you do certain things so that you'll get a certain outcome. So that was at the beginning of this year. That was pretty much January through March. And then I found that from April onward, when I've gone back and reflected and read through my journals, I realized that I've done a lot better about not forcing things to happen and really connecting with myself and my intuition and just the inner, the inner part of me that knows what it is I want to do, but isn't trying to set up all these expectations or set up exactly how the path should happen. I'm more so just letting it unfold before me. And I have to say this year has been, it's been an interesting ride. I've had a lot of changes in my personal life, my professional life, as well as within my passion. So it's just been a year of change for me. Not that the change has necessarily been good or bad. It's just been different but I've noticed that I've been more so letting things just kind of ebb and flow and really checking in with my intuition and my gut and really listening to what it is I want and then acting on the things I need to act on in order to make things happen. But then again, when I say make things happen, I'm not actually making them happen. I feel like I'm 
I'm opening up and I'm allowing for opportunities and things to come to me. And they come to me in many different forms, many different pathways, because I'm not so set on having it come to me in one particular way. I have no idea if what I just said makes sense in my mind. It makes sense. And I think until you practice this, where you don't try to force things to happen to get you a specific outcome, or you try to force a specific journey and you allow things to happen to you, you realize that they're not actually happening to you. They're happening for you. And for me, someone who is very type A, someone who likes to plan everything out, this has been a very mind boggling experience to really get in touch with my inner self and my intuition and to really listen to my gut. But it's opened me up to so many different opportunities and meeting different people and collaborations, new ideas for books, for different projects, for certain things that I want to launch in the future. I feel like I've just been able to open up my mind because I've let go of my plans a little bit and I'm allowing ideas to come to me. Elizabeth Gilbert talks about this concept a lot in Big Magic where you have to be available and open for ideas to come to you. If you're so set in a certain mindset or you're so set on your plans and all the steps you're going to take to reach your goals, then sometimes you can miss out on these really great opportunities that are literally staring you in the face because you're just too hyper-focused on all of these steps you have to take to get you to where you want to be. But what if instead of looking down that path, you were to shift your perspective just a little bit, like 20 degrees to the left, and there's this other amazing path that you hadn't even thought of before that's sitting there waiting for you to journey down it and to go on this big adventure. I mean, that's really cool. You can still do all of the things that you wanted to do originally, your original plan. You can still work on those things, but allowing yourself to be open to that other path and these other opportunities that are sitting there right in front of you is a really, really neat thing. So that's something I've noticed as I've been reflecting on my journals over this past year that I've really been able to stop forcing certain things and just allowing things to happen. And it's been a really neat experience. So I just wanted to come on here and talk about that. I know this podcast was a little bit shorter than some of my others. I feel like my voice is about to go out at any minute. So I'm probably going to go ahead and close the podcast out here. But the quote I want to leave you guys with is the one I posted on Instagram. And it says, I no longer force things. What flows, flows. What crashes, crashes. I only have space and energy for the things that are meant for me. And I feel like that is such a powerful affirmation. That is such a powerful mantra. It's one I've been writing in my journal for weeks and weeks now. And I feel like it's just such it's so powerful and there's so much meaning behind it. And just to say that you no longer force things and that you only have the space and energy for the things that are meant for you, that will just do wonders for you. So I hope you can take that mantra. I hope that you can use that in your daily life. I've used it in mine and it has done wonders. And real quick before I go, I just want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. And I also just want to say how grateful I am for each and every one of you, for those of you that watch my YouTube channel or read my books. And those of you who listen to my podcast, just know that you truly do mean the world to me. Your support means the world to me. And I would not be in this position without all of you being able to spread this message and to just be my true authentic self and to be accepted by all of you as my true authentic self. I feel like that's 
all that we really want is to be loved and accepted and understood. And I feel that way every time I record a YouTube video, every time I come on here and record a podcast, I just feel so incredibly loved and supported. And I feel like I'm able to just freely speak my mind and put stuff out there and you guys receive it with open arms. And again, that is more than I could ever ask for. So just know this Thanksgiving, I am so grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for you every day, but especially this Thanksgiving, I have all of you in my thoughts. If you like this podcast, it would really help me out if you would leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I will talk with you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.